Hi everyone and welcome back to another edition of the Power Passion Podcast. We are joined by two strapping young gentlemen who Larry gave me the privilege of meeting today. They are operating their own business. Guys, fill us in a little bit more about it. Tell us about yourselves. Alright, so I am James and this is my colleague. Liam. <laughs> and um, together we are running our, our new business, recently new, um, called Burning Brothers Chili. Uh, so we cover, we grow our own fresh chilies, mm-hmm. and then we use those chilies to make products as well. And such as a, there's a wide variety of chilies, isn't there, James? Yep. Uh, so when we first got into it, we didn't think there were as many chili varieties as there are, yeah. um, and they're probably amount to the thousands. They just keep going. Very much so. Very and then so. from there, there are crossbreeds created mm-hmm. as well. So how, how does that happen? Does like one chili kind of look at the other chili and go, hey, you're a little bit spicier than me? They start, they start kind of mingling, start something hot, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of puns, um, folks. Do you want to cover that, do we? Yeah, um, so that, that will occur in cross-pollination. Okay. So cross-pollination is when pollen um, from one flower gets put onto another flower from another plant. Sure. And then the chili from that will grow. So like the chilies come from the flower. Sure. So when that grows out, the seeds from that chili will then be a hybrid of the first plant and the second plant. Okay. Yeah, it'll either look quite different or quite the same, but it'll have a mixture of the two flavors and heat. Will it have, I suppose, a stronger survival rate in comparison to other chilies that are just of one kind of breed, or do you, is, that, is that a thing? Like maybe um, it's my, my, like a Darwinist kind of stance on, on chilies, probably a bit of a far stretch. But... No, that sounds actually pretty accurate, right. I think. I would, so I would say so, because there are some chilies we got that are more hardy, the plants yeah. are more hardy. So if you're looking to make a type of chilli that's not so hardy, yeah, last longer or mm-hmm. last in better conditions, mm-hmm. um, or worse conditions, you can breed it with one that is quite versatile. So going for that sort of selective breeding then? Uh, yeah, you basically you take whatever one you want and whatever kind of traits that, traits, you're, after. Yeah, that you're after from each one and mm-hmm. you put them together and hopefully it'll work out. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while to get the traits that you're looking for. Yeah. Right, I mean sometimes two chilies meet each other, they stay married for like 40 yeah. years, yeah. and then uh, it's awful, especially <laughs> if they have kids. That's yeah. it. So well, take us back to, I suppose, the original moment where you guys kind of met and said, hey, I don't know how the conversation goes, but for me personally, it's kind of like my mates go, hey, we should start a co- company, I've got this idea for a business, and yeah. how did that kind of happen? Well, I think, well, James and I have known each other since year seven. Okay. So, yeah. going back a fair while now. Um, but yeah, I think we were just talking about, we obviously succulents have been such a big thing in the recent years. So, I know we were sort of discussing that and we were like, you know what would be actually really cool? A chili company. And then we were like, you know what? Let's actually get onto that. And I think one day we would just... We both know, like the chilies as well. <laughs> like so, hot food. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> food, like Bernal, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we were just, you know, talking, talking yeah. shit. And then we were like, you know what? Yeah, let's actually go out and do it. So we went to Bunnings and we're like, you know, what do we need for this? Fair enough, because I suppose most of those conversations kind of end at that very night. You know, you, you might have been having a drink with a friend, you have that idea, oh, let's start this, and then the next morning, yeah, forget it. They get on with their life. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I like the fact that you guys have known each other for a while, and that just, I suppose, highlights the importance of having trust with yeah. any, any kind of business or any kind of collaborative capacity. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, when, uh, when you go into business with anyone, you need to be able to work with them, and um, you're always going to have disagreements. Of course. And, and me and Liam have had disagreements, but we work our way around them pretty well. Mm, so that's yeah. why we thought we'd be good as business partners. Yeah, there's always compromise there. Yeah, yeah. can't always have your way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's it. So, so, so take me through just like I suppose. Uh, so one, I, if you could, like a day in the life of that business. So you, you guys, one of you was in the kitchen, one of you was like, I suppose, doing the sales and the marketing. What is, what is the division of labor right now like? Is it kind of multiple hats for both of you to switch it up or? Um, yeah, it's kind of, well, yeah, we both do a bit of everything. We mm-hmm. kind of spread it out quite evenly. Yeah. Um, right now, the chilies, the, the most of the plants are at my house, uh, mm-hmm. in my backyard. Uh, but we've just acquired another property where we can put more. Oh, wow, we okay. want to expand and get quite a bit going so we can actually start producing our sources and all that other stuff that we want to do. Mm-hmm. So we're still in our product development stage of most sure. of our products. Okay. Our fresh chilies, of course, we can sell them now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we're still developing a, a, like a good, clear couple of um, recipes for our sources and stuff like that. 
And I suppose with the market testing uh, beyond the product development stage, is it mostly chili festivals or is it mainly e-commerce? Is that is it a bit of both, I suppose? Yeah, we went to a chili festival, the Chili and Herb Festival. Yeah, the um, Araluan Chili Festival in, mm -hmm. I think it was January or December, um, which is actually amazing because we have all those different conversations with people that, you know, we were kind of yearning to have. And yeah, yeah everyone, everyone was really helpful and gave us a lot of advice. And, you know, that's sort of when James and I had our eyes open to, you know, how many different breeds of chilies there really are. Like, what was there was outstanding in terms of, like, variety. And that's, like, not even the tip of the iceberg. And everyone was like, yeah. What is the tip of that iceberg? Do we have like an approximate figure? Or? It would be in the thousands because there's new varieties of chilies that come out every day. Mm. You know, yeah. um, cross oh, going back to the yeah cross pollinating mm. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Larry, do you have any points on that? Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, guys, how how often? <laughs> Put him in the spot. Put him in the spot. I mean, guys, how 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 often do you hope to just basically? What do you think is the estimated launch date of your product? Of the sources and the mm -hmm. more condiment kind of range. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll be ready to do that by the coming summer, uh, when all our, all our um, plants will be increasing yeah. their, um, their yield, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, because they mainly produce in the summer, they slow down this in the colder, uh, colder winter yeah. months. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, if you were to advertise to folks at home, like, what would you say about your product? What makes it different to possibly other chili sauces out there? Um, so most of them we're very uh, kind of organic, fresh. You know, we we, um, we grow all of it in Western Australia. You know, mm -hmm. uh, which is quite rare to find a source company that grows their own chilies. Yeah, that's all like very. Uh, it's hands on. It's very handmade. Like mm -hmm. literally, James and I they're doing it instead of you know. There's not a production line. There's not a team behind it. It's just James and I for the minute. Yeah. So it is. You know, it's coming straight from us to them. And what would you say to a customer that says, hey, I'm not into hot things? Is there, like, I suppose, a spectrum of, of how hot the chilies get in order to accommodate for a wide, I suppose, range of, of customer? Yeah, for sure. Um, so there's a scale that exists called the Scoville Unit Scale, okay. or SHUs as an abbreviation. Um, so with that, I think the just normal jalapeno sits at around, what is it, three or 4,000? Less than that. Yeah, maybe they're around less than that. And right. For the majority of people, you've had jalapenos. It's in most restaurants and foods and things. So, Pretty if okay. you could, if you could understand whereabouts that is, the scale at the minute goes all the way up to 2.4 million, which mm. is a Carolina Reaper. Um, then there I are. I like the name of that Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scary name. To go to the, the yeah. ends of hell or something. Yeah. Yeah. They are scary looking chilies, man. They are mm. like, oh, yeah, pretty gnarly. Yeah. But yeah. Then they, you know, you have all the other crossbreeding like we're saying so you know hotter ones come out of that but they're not very like known so they become quite rare to get seeds and things like that and they're not as popular as something as mass produced as a Carolina Reaper okay so yeah but the scale currently goes up to 16 million which is capsicum spray or capsicum capsicum and that's what like you know police use to spray in people's eyes yeah stuff, of course. like orange spray I don't know if you've ever seen that but yeah is that is that legal anymore Spray? I think that's that that kind of pepper spray, right? Have to, yeah, have to yeah. double check that. But yeah. capsicum, yeah. Capsicum, yeah. yeah. So that's how hot that is, but they don't sell it. <coughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Very fascinating. So I was just wondering, with that scale, is there a, do you know who created it or who started it? Or is it, I suppose, we'll leave like links in the description below for, for our viewers uh, on YouTube. For people listening at home and all the other um, platforms, feel free to, to check it out. But what was, so what was the name of it so people can just look uh, it up? Scoville Unit Scale. Scoville Unit Scale. Yeah, because that sounds very fascinating. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Larry? Um, so, guys, working together as a business and as uh, co-partners and collaborators together, do you find the collaboration process and the co-working process easy at times? Or, as you said before, you do have your disagreements. Do you both see yourself going in the same direction or do you have different ideas and you present them to each other? Um, I think sometimes we have different ideas and we have different visions for it, but we come together and we communicate that to each other. And then I think we come to like a, a medium between the two that we both like, and then we go forward in that direction. We take some aspects of that, some aspects of that, put it together. And I think through doing that, you get like a, just get a better quality of you, like what you want to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you get like, you get information from other people that you wouldn't have thought of. Mm -hmm. like you get input from other from other part that they didn't think about. And um, that helps you appeal to more people than just the people you're thinking of. You know? yeah. So immediately, <coughs> how do you how do you see yourselves attracting a larger audience 
uh, a large following, sort of loyal customers, how do you see yourself developing brand loyalty? Yeah, well, um, at the minute, uh, James and I have sort of branched out into Instagram, mm -hmm. and we've been putting out a few samples of photos and whatnot of just what we're... What you're producing, yeah. Yeah, what producing, what's been growing well, and, um, you know, giving people a little bit of a description there, mm -hmm. and, like, you know, how hot they are, what they're called, things like that. Um, and that's been really good. A few people have commented being like, yeah, they look sweet, mm -hmm. like, really like to try that, which is which is great for us. We didn't really expect much of a comment responses, you know, people just sort of appreciating them and chucking a like in there. But yeah. <coughs> yeah. yeah, that's been really interesting to sort of see and that's growing quite rapidly as well. Like every every day there's more likes and you know, things coming up. So. I'm, I'm very interested to see if there might be, I suppose, a little bit of a, a, a trial or just a, a throw at a backyard market in a way. Mm -hmm. We had a, a previous guest, uh, Tom Beresford, yeah. who started up his own kind of like social entrepreneurship. It's kind of like Gumtree, but it's mostly for household, uh, you know, Groceries that you, you, you're growing. It is like that. for uh, garden grown, sort yes. of backyard gardening. And, yeah, uh, so that that would be worth a look because he's he's just starting out. So I don't know about that, but obviously you know <coughs> what do I know? I don't know anything about that market. I'm not going to tell anyone <laughs> to do anything. It's it's vegetables, mate. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And I think you know when we're talking about fruit like chilies, yeah. we need to talk a completely different <laughs> subject. I mean, fruit and vegetables, there's no similarity, right? <laughs> 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 no, 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 absolutely. So, so guys. Of course, you start with your friends and family and people closest to you. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier how it's sort of almost consumed your life. This this passion, yeah. this drive has consumed your life. Um, tell us about how it's driving your uh, friends and relatives away, actually. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend tells me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> about chilies or just... Yeah, just because... Or she'll tell me to stop looking at chilies on my phone. Because <laughs> I'm on my phone, I'm researching. Um, Did she stop and say, babe, I'm yeah. hot, I'm over here, yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, no, stop looking at the yeah, chilies, I'm spicy enough for you. Yeah, it's a bit of look at me and say the chilies, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> uh, she, I think she might be a little bit jealous, yeah. <laughs> jealous of the chilies. Oh god, yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know, our friendship group, obviously being in school together, mm -hmm. we have a lot of the same friends, so, yep. you know, when we get amongst it, you know, everyone sort of seems to just hop on the bandwagon and ask questions, which is really cool, like, you know, I can see how it'd be really annoying to talk about the same thing all the time in front of people, but like, most of them are just like, yeah, no, that's I should take it well, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's like anyone, right? If you're an accountant or a lawyer and you book so many hours, what are you also going to talk about? Most of your time's at the office, or yeah. at a, you know what I mean? Like, if you're really um, driven towards achieving a goal and very passionate about something, you're mm. going to talk about it. I don't oh, care absolutely. what it is. Even if you're not, I suppose, involved in the industry. Mm. I mean, Larry and I like politics and libertarian ideals. We talk about it a lot. <coughs> do it on a podcast. Probably a little bit too much. Yeah. We do it, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, no, it's very fascinating with that. Um, so, yeah, so moving forward with this, where do you, is there like a, I suppose, a, a five-year plan? Because as Larry was touching on previously, uh, you guys have, you have your very uh, collaborative and communicative when it comes to the grand vision of things. Yeah. And it's very interesting to see, I suppose, other industries and how it palms out. Because if you look mm -hmm. at the, uh, the guy that started Adidas or something, I think there were two yeah. brothers. There were right? two brothers. Yeah, and they kind of went separate ways. And I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily because if you can kind of build something in a partnership and then go your separate ways afterwards, is that kind of in your thinking or is it, is it too much? Kind of we're just trying to get from A to B right now? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think we kind of want to stick together. Yeah. Because um, having sure. two people managing one business, it's, uh, it takes us the stress off a bit, it takes the workload off a bit. Yeah, you have absolutely. to share things around, and, you know, with, with work schedules and life, you're able to work well around that. Um, as well as keeping up, you know, your, your everyday job. Um, it's easier to do it when you're in a partnership. Mm. Yeah. Coming back to like ideas and brainstorming, you know, you get that diversity because like I could be thinking of something completely different to James and mm. vice versa, and then you know Definitely. you bounce off each other. You end up with a better result in the end. That's very true. So it'd be so interesting to see if those brothers, that, um, the Adidas brothers, or sorry, I forget, I forget the other brand. Never mind. Mercedes Benz? No, no, cars and shoes. No, 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 no. They're close. No, no one there. But no, I, I, I'm saying it would be interesting to see what would have happened to that shoe brand that they originally started if they stuck together. Yeah. I mean, they've done well, respectively, but, I mean, together, as two minds are better than one, we'd like to think That's anyway. very true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, back to that five years down the track, uh, I think by then we'll hopefully have a better um, setup for it. Yeah. We're hoping to acquire a bigger plot of land where we can um, just expand production and just um, 
put as many flat tyres as we can, many different varieties, just yeah, keep I mean, going, keep expanding. Or was it just the other day we were talking? I mean, I we ended up having a really good, um, you know, intake lately just of um, chili plants, and like you know, our inventory has grown. I think almost 500 chilies just in the last couple of weeks. Oh wow! Which has been like yes. awesome. So that's sort of you know provoking us to think long term, and you know, what are we going to do with all these? Like you obviously you know you're caring for that many. Mm. So yeah, with sort of thinking you know in the next. Two, two to three years, you know, we're going to need to be on a bigger plot of land. And that that brings up a pertinent question, I suppose, is uh, what's the lifespan for a chili after it becomes mature enough that <coughs> he, he knows about this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did some research on it. Um, they can last for quite a long time, I'd say after 10 years, if you look after them well. Mm. But the average chili plant lives for about five years. Wow. But still, that, that's a decent life out of them, and you get a lot of seeds out of that, which we can replant. Mm. And they're very easy to replant from a seed, and they take very easily, very quickly. That's a that's a yeah. long time. Five years. So I suppose, do you? Yeah, I suppose it would just be a, a trial and error thing of seeing how many you're selling, and then how much the the stock needs to be at, yeah. and the level yeah. over time. It would be kind of probably need to break out the calculator. I mean, looking at it as well, you sort of have to. Every chili plant's different. So mm. like, we found some produce no matter what the weather conditions. Whereas like mm. some of our hotter ones, they thrive in the sun. Like they just. <laughs> they keep just spitting out more and more when it's mm. when it's sunny out. But then, it's been cold lately, so like we're having a bit of a bit of a dip in how many are actually ripening out. Okay. So for example, we've had um, I think it's our ghost peppers. They were on the tree for maybe like a month, just over a month, and yeah. they're only going red now. And usually, it's about a week or so. Yeah. So it all it all changes, and then yeah, back to that five year span of like the life of a chili plant. You know, that also depends on weather conditions. We're lucky in Perth, it doesn't get too cold. No, but, um, yeah, they, they thrive here, so we, we should have them for a fair while. But, yeah, depends on all that, yeah. how you maintain them and take care of them. They say if the, if the like, um, temperature in the environment drops below 10 for too long, they don't like below 10. So they start to, they all start to die. Start so is this the ideal geographic location, or if you could move elsewhere, where's the best place uh, to grow chilies? Do you know? Or? Um, they like subtropical environments, okay. uh, right. quite warm. But get moist. Queensland, um, hot and humid. <laughs> Sorry, Queensland maybe or yeah, yeah, that would be a good place. But they they do just as well in Western Australia, so there's no need to move. Um, it's going to make most of the summers, and we have quite long summers here, so that's oh. good. Yeah, so we should get a few, you know, few fruity, a few fruitings out of just you know one season. Yeah, should be good. And we're preparing a lot of plants for the coming summer, so we're we're planting a lot more from the ones we've got, so, so we can just increase. We're talking a lot about preparation and what you're planning on doing each year and each summer, and I imagine I can understand why that's so important is because your product is so reliant on it. Uh, do you guys consider preparation on what you're planning on doing in the future, how you're expanding your markets, how you're expanding your audience, how you're expanding just your business ideas and your strategies? Uh, well, we're always looking for like, new forms of products we could come up with mm -hmm. and like maybe slow release we might start with this and then build up you know mm -hmm. so we've got multiple products for each thing so we've got multiple kind of recipes for the chili sauce that we're looking at mm -hmm. to kind of like plan for the future of course um i don't know answer your question well enough, that, did, that did pretty well yeah. i like that that was a good answer I, I was just wondering this is this is completely off the cuff and i'm not sure how it's going to come out but i'm gonna say it anyway when it comes to, I suppose, California, right, and there's various places in the states which where you know marijuana is legal, yeah, could you because it's a different species of plant? I'm not even sure. Could you cross cross pollinate a chili with some Mary Jane? Uh, yes, the, the the very elusive hallucinogenic chili. <laughs> <laughs> we all deep down <laughs> go on a spiritual journey. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to something there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you could produce something like that, you'd be a rich man. Um, I'm not sure. I think. I don't know much about this, but I'm pretty sure they have a flower that they, um, on the, that turns into the bud that you smoke. So mm. maybe you could cross pollinate the flowers with a chili, and it might have a spiciness to it. It might be like one of those things that hipsters stake up in the future, and they go, you know, it's too hot for you, bro. Like, I mean, I'm feeling really <laughs> hell right now, but it's too hot for you. Yeah. I mean, you can also like um, graft plants as well. So like, you know, you you cut the stem and add the. So like, if you were to cut like a marijuana stem, right? You put the chili stem onto that, like the top part of the chili, onto mm. that, and then that might grow into something, but you know, there's a bunch yeah, of ways you go about it. Yeah, there's a lot of like um, specifics to it, but I think they have to be quite similar in yeah. genetic makeup, um, mm. in breed, so like, 
you know, like tomatoes and chilies are the same kind of family, and maybe you can do something there. Yeah, okay. I don't know enough about the genealogy of yeah, chilies exactly. and, and uh, the yeah. bud, the aforementioned bud yeah. that just gets you locked up if you're smoking in the wrong parts of the world. <laughs> mm. So that kind of brings us to a, a good point, is that how are you expecting people to react to, to the Burning Brothers? Are you expecting it to sort of launch off immediately, or do you think of yourselves, oh, this is this will be working maybe down two years down the track? We find that it's getting popularity quite quick. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's getting a little bit of traction, I think only because it's not something you typically hear about. Like, yeah. you know, you do obviously have like your chili festivals and everyone goes to that, but you don't really hear of like two younger blokes, you know, starting mm. to grow chilies and, you know, sort of not shoving it in people's faces, but really being like, look, this is the thing that we're doing and yeah. we're really excited about it. And then I think our positivity and excitement about it really bounces off people and they get excited about it too. I also think there's a lot of authenticness and a lot of uh, genuine love and passion about it, which is why mm. we've had you on the show, uh, on the podcast, is because we, I can tell that you're both very passionate about it, they're both enjoying it, mm. and uh, you're both hoping to gain more from it with every time that you, you talk about it, almost. Yeah. Not, not only that, I could really foresee a lot of your chilies. You could bring them to a party with just a group of dudes. I know, sausage fest, whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's a good male bonding thing. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. oh man, so would yeah. you, you a little... Uh, Eat the chili. Eat the chili. Eat the chili. Eat the chili. Yeah. 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 So, 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 so,
uh, you'll have to try and achieve sort of things, so like hygiene, health and safety kind of things. I think with most most things involving food, that mm -hmm. is the standard. Yep. Like especially mm -hmm. fruit and veggies, like you know where where it's coming from. Like we were talking about the other day. Um, you know, you have your organic certification. Mm -hmm. So you know, you send your products out. You send soil uh, sorry soil samples out, yep. and all that gets tested. And, you know, you get the certificate back and be like, yep, and then they check up on you and make sure those stay intact. There's regulations, and you know, if we do end up, you know, having this massive supply of them and they go fresh chilies into grocery stores, things like that, all of that needs to be checked first. So. I, I don't want to discredit these people that are checking up on the regulatory methods to make sure that the, the safety of the food is fine, but do they know as much about chili as you guys would probably know? Yeah. Right. That, it brings, brings up a pertinent question because there's an there's a, there's a information gap, I feel, between government entities and the actual industries that they're regulating. A lot of the time, just a point of technology for that. Easy. But yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say they know as much about chilies as us because we know quite a bit and they're probably not as specialised. They're mm -hmm. probably quite generic. So I think they'll just look for the main things. Is there okay. any harm to the person caused by um, consuming it? And yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. You have to put like, obviously, uh, your disclaimers on any labels. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, warnings will be put on for the older ones, definitely. Yeah, yeah things like that. So we, there will be definite, definite like scales on our labelling, things like that. So, you know, people are going to be eating them at their own risk. You know, they've been cautioned, things like that. But mm. just due to it being like consumable and, you know, like we're, we're not handing out pesticide covered things like yeah you know mm, yeah that, that's no. that's what they're mainly testing for and that the soil's like rich enough to grow and you know we're not actually going to cause any permanent harm to anyone no totally totally oh, i was just making sure that obviously the yeah. people that are listening in that actually do that job know that the experts or sorry i don't like to use that word the people that are in the field know more about it than they actually do they are given guidelines and if the guidelines are incorrect in the future then i'm sure you guys will be at a position where you can kind of deal with that yeah, yeah. sure Okay, so, um, so talking about chili festivals and the people that you're bringing into it, uh, you know, do you see yourselves sort of expanding into those China chili festivals? Can people at home expect to see you there? Uh, yeah, I think there's a definite goal for us. The first kind of goal for us before we go into supermarkets and anything mm -hmm. like that is to start at markets. Yep. So we'll be looking at all those kind of markets, you know, the Fremantle markets, all those kind of little community things mm -hmm. where you would expect to see organic or fresh produce or very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So it is, uh, when it comes to a small business and starting it up, it's of course knowing the people that you do, building up from there, going to the events, planning it all out. And this is entrepreneurship in a very small, uh, productive level that's on a consumable product, as I understand it. Um, Mason, do you have anything to add? Yeah. Was this, considering you guys have known each other for such a long time, mm -hmm. how many business ideas before this one have kind of... One. Messed up. <laughs> one. one. We had one. Uh, we had not messed it up, but we just didn't go through it. Just go through it. Um, it. It was a lot of moving parts at the time, and neither of us were studying, so it was a bit, you know. Disjointed. I've had one of those, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like you were saying, you, you have a couple of drinks, and you're like, hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we should do this, and then yeah. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, one of those things where you're just like, hey, uh, um, so toasters in vending machines? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Totally for that. I wish I had that now. <laughs> So we had, yeah, one of those, but <laughs> I think this is tend to act on what we're saying a lot, you know. No, for so, sure. Mm. Is, was was there a what was it about? Do you remember or um, owning a bar? Owning <laughs> <laughs> a bar. Are we very <laughs> we've all thought about owning a bar. A little bit tipsy. We went to the full planning process. <laughs> 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 so we'll like, we'll we'll how much we cost? <laughs> researching all the average costs and I got out a pen and paper. Oh like, man, drink should not be this expensive. We're gonna have a bar. That's good. So should right. Oh, that's why the drinks are that expensive. Oh, oh fuck! They, they do have quite an insane markup on their product, mm. which is just you know, alcohol, of course, which they get bulk yeah. and quite. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? What is the word we're looking for? Is uh, it overpriced? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean they get a cost? Like a discount? Yeah, they get yeah. a discount. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. When, you, when you buy in bulk, you're, you're yeah. getting a significant discount. On, mm. You know. Um, and then the markup on that, you know, each so probably per shot per drink. Bucks, you know, that's just the, for the alcohol and then whatever else they put in it. You know, yeah, not, not, um, not to mention the RSAs of the bartenders and making sure that they're not issuing shots after midnight due to yeah. the government regulations and not, not being able to give them There's a lot shots of with, with energy drinks at or certain stages. But it brings a, a funny point though, right? <laughs> Everyone that's watched that episode of How I Met Your Mother with, you know, 
Ted and Barney goes, we should buy a bar. We could totally buy a bar. And then at the end of the episode, I'm pretty sure they're like bartenders and they run the bar. I'm like, let's not run a bar. Yeah. <laughs> let's just host parties. <laughs> I, think that's, that's the, no, I think that's, that's what we came down to. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of liability involved. Mm. And a lot of, reg- lot of regulation, a lot of standards yeah. you have to meet. Many moving parts. And it requires quite a bit of capital to start up, mm. um, which we don't have to invest like, uh, that much in. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yes. yes. No, yes. Probably a good one. Don't worry, I'm waiting to see the, the chili dispensing machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Mate, dispensing chili sauce. So, what was, was, was it a substantial amount to start up, or was it just sourcing the seeds? What was the original kind of, I suppose, thrust? Was it just you, both of you guys, just contributing? or? Yeah, so we try as hard as we can to go 50 50 on everything because we are, like, you know, running it together. Um, but yeah, I think the initial just startup was like, we're like, yeah, we shouldn't just talk about this, we should go out and do it. So, you know, we both work part-time jobs. So yeah, of course. We went to Bunnings, we're like, you know, this is what we need, let's just do it, we'll go and do it. And then I think as as the plants got bigger, we were like, okay, we need to sort of take this a little more seriously because they're going to die. So, mm. you know, you buy more pots and then you get a bit more obsession when, you, you know, you get your first growth on them, you're like, oh, cool. So Start buying more and more. And more. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> I, the point the point I'm touching upon is it's not outside the realm of a possibility with someone that's earning a minimal amount of money that's listening right now to say, "Hey, I only need a small portion of money to get myself started. I need a person that I can trust, and then to just execute like you guys are doing, which is really uh, inspiring." Mm. Yeah. Is Kickstarter something that you two have considered, or is that not the ideal? Preferably, we would like to fund it all ourselves, and I think we have the means to fund it all ourselves. Yeah. Um, if you start doing Kickstarter, it just gets a bit messy, you know, mm. with the money coming in, you know, people wanting to see where it goes and that kind of stuff. Hoping for the investment, but yeah. not seeing any results that yeah, you have exactly. investors. And, um, yeah. So it's just easier for us to just split the costs yeah, very between much. the two of us. Very much so. Um, yeah. I think Kickstarter's going to bring in, like, an external pressure that we can't really, like, you know, if we're having a bad season, you can't, Stop afford, you can't exactly. afford to get all that product to someone, mm. you know? There's a lot of moving parts of that as well, but I mean, so far we've had little to no setbacks. There's been nothing that's unexpected. Everything's been going pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think that comes out that we research everything before we do it. Um, we had a little aphid problem. Aphid, sorry. Aphid. 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 They're different colours, yeah. And what they do is they attack the flower of the fruit before it actually turns into a fruit, ah. and the flower dies. So because right. they eat the nutrients from the flower. So what's the solution of getting rid of aphids? Uh, well, we had to look for a natural one because we didn't want to put any um, pesticides on. What was the solution? It's more. Well, it's like a citrus spray. Okay. And you spray it over the bushes, and I, th- I think it just. Uh, it just seems to kill them after a day. They just, I think they suffocate. You know, right. Whatever okay. it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, it just irritates them. The, the scent's quite strong for them, so they tend to just leave the plants alone after that. Mm-hmm. Going on with, uh, I suppose, brand recognition. I know I don't even know if this is a thing, and I'm guessing. Are there chili-eating champions or oh, first yeah. personas oh, yeah. in the public spectrum that I'm unaware of that could eat your chilies and go, these guys... <laughs> they got it. They got the magic. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely people out there. Um... Places to find those people would probably be those chili festivals, yeah. for sure. Um, um, yeah, for sure. They'll, they'll be out there. Um, my dad is a very avid chili eater, so you know I sent him a lot of the, uh, the products to you know, yeah. try his hand with. So he's no. he's all about that. Our main sampler, I think. <laughs> yeah, he gives us feedback on most of them. Yeah, he's he's living up north, so you know okay. I just I, he comes down on the weekend and I send him with ten get little text of feedback. Of course, yeah. No, because obviously it comes down to gaining that kind of fan base, if you will, that's going to rant and rave about you to other people. Hey, have you tried these chilies? You know, the Coles and Woolworths guys, I don't know what the heck they're doing, these boys do. Which is yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, with a variety, just on that, you win. Yeah, as we found on Instagram, there's a big following for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, hmm. And a lot of people support a lot of uh, new people coming into that kind of industry. We've had quite a few followers from other chili sauce brands yeah. and other chili producers. There's been a lot of support out there on social media for us so far. And that was through just uh, the hashtags that, you know, on Instagram, they can can reach quite a few people just on them alone. Your hashtag, as many hashtags you can think of, gets through to as many people as you, you, know, you can. Yeah. I'd say probably about a quarter of our following is actually other, well, a fifth to a quarter of other um, companies, chili companies and chili Reddit pages, so. We get the same thing with podcasts. Mm. Yeah, very yeah. Much, yeah. Mm. That's, that's a good thing to see, though, that the people in the industry are supporting yeah. new entrants in the industry. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. And helping support each other so they can both thrive in 
that's pretty, pretty neat. Yeah, no, the, um, the podcast space for me and Larry's is relatively drama-free. All the people are being very friendly. Very we want a little bit of drama, though. Mm-hmm. Not between we, them and them, but... We want to become about that makeup kind of YouTube shit. Well, we talk about James and Charles, and maybe one day we'll have him a show, but... I don't know, it'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting podcast. So, guys, we're always looking for feedback on our podcast, and that goes to the folks at home as well. Uh, guys, if you really wanted to see us interview anybody, who would you want to see us interview? Happy time of talking. Like, <laughs> as big as you want. Like, put a list down. <coughs> put a list down, James. I want to hear it. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, isn't it? There I want to see Alex Jones and Russell Brand in the same room yeah. talking to each other. Yeah. Just because I feel like... Larry disagrees with me, but I feel <laughs> as though Russell Brand will just be convinced with everything that Alex Jones says. Yes, you're right. The intergalactic child molesters <laughs> and the pizza gate and whatever other conspiracy theory that he likes to indulge in becomes this cartoon character. And then Spotify, YouTube, and all those others go, you know what? We'll ban him, censor him. Yeah. And he's still got that show online, but I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, they've really damaged InfoWars a lot right, through that. That'd be sick. Seeing you guys can grow that far, yeah. We definitely will. We'll yeah. definitely try, and we, we hope that you guys grow as a church business as well. We yeah. uh, hope that eventually you'll come back on, on our podcast as well. Um, so what's, what's some nice mutual support? Yeah, yeah man, we're, we're <laughs> love in the room. Love. <laughs> what's what's your main external to the business, and um, besides, I suppose you know, downtime with your respective partners or whoever, whoever else you socialize outside of that. Is there any activities you read books, you listen to podcasts? What's your main, I suppose? Uh, outlet, I suppose, me- method of escapism is really what I'm trying to get at. Uh, yeah, for me it's gardening. Um, with the chilies and with other stuff I grow. Just my, I have my own little herb garden, I grow my herbs. Yeah. I like all these different types of, sort of three different types of basil. Mm. Of, you know, I do the mint, do all that kind of stuff, do the parsley. Um, growing onions, potatoes, sweet potato. Um, yeah, just uh, avocados. So I started looking into that. Uh, that was pretty hard. That takes a while to grow, but slow process. We'll yeah. Is that is that pretty? I just I've heard other people describe gardening gardening in the kind of like meditative light. Is that uh, true? Yeah, it, I find it quite relaxing, and I do it because it just helps me disconnect from uni and work. Mm. Um, I don't know, just like to focus on, take up some time. Therapeutic. Uh, for me, well, I really like hanging out with my friends. Yeah. So it's been actually we've been quite fortunate that James and I know how to separate work from well, sorry, work is like you know chilies. <laughs> so work from you know hanging out. So you know we hang out, we go go out for dinners probably like once a week, and we're all about other friends, you know, mm-hmm. hang out and have a few drinks. So that's where we just leave everything behind us and you know get on with you know just being mates. So yeah. it's not it's not work 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 all the time. Yeah. So. Definitely. Definitely disassociate, which I'm really happy that we've been able to do. It's not it's not always go. <laughs> there is always that time that you need, I think, to just distance yourself from the thing, let it ruminate and then come back to it yeah. when you're more refreshed, more charged exactly. up sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're really fortunate because I know a lot of people have struggled with, you know, leaving you know, separating work and friendship and, you know, having that balance, but I think we do it quite well. We do it pretty good as well, don't we? Yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, right. No, 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 no. We, for all the viewers and listeners out there, Larry and I have our moments, but when it comes down to it, we do sit down as mates and we talk about boring and mundane things, believe it or not, for our listeners and viewers. Because, because tuning in, you might think to ourselves that we just talk about intellectual topics and philosophy, which we do. <laughs> we, do, we, we talk about you know dude like topics like yeah, women of course. and you know whatever women love cars. life cars, cars. Yeah, we talk yeah, about yeah, cars yeah, yeah. yeah especially so. recently um, <laughs> so <laughs> you want to go there no no I know <laughs> all right uh, guys so we, we're doing this a bit more ladsier now because. We talked about what we want to talk about. We're talking. We're cool. We're, we're talking about chili. Are you cool? We're cool. <laughs> that was my joke for the day. Um, you welcome to take that that one back to the bank, obviously. Um, so, guys, tell us what else is going on in your life? Because the chili, it can't always be about the chili, can it? Or is it all about the chili? I mean, the past week, it kind of has been chili ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably a big fortnight in terms of chili. You know, mm-hmm. Just like everything going on. But um, outside of that, you, we both work. We both have part-time jobs. We mm-hmm. both study, which yep. has been great. 
Um, yeah, so you know you have that, you have your family life, your friend life, you know, mm -hmm. James, James has a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> That's right, ladies. Single, ready to meet. What, what are you looking for? What are you looking for, ladies that are tuning in right now? He's a very established young man. He's starting out in a business. He's an entrepreneur. He's, uh, he's a charismatic young lad. He's charismatic. It's like a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, have we had dating advice on the show? Have we had a we dating have, coach? We've had a show? dating coach on the show. Yeah. He, he was very interesting. His name is. Uh, no, but yeah, no, his, his advice was very interesting because it was uh, a step away from that kind of, you know, gay, PUA kind of BS, to be honest. Mm. It was more about meeting individuals and understanding people yeah. on a deeper level, which is, which is great. It was almost like a, a real-life version of uh, the character that Will Smith plays in the movie Hitch. Oh, yeah. You yeah, can yes, imagine that. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. Yeah. That sounds good. That, that is a good movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of flaws, a lot of flaws. No, I, would, really? I, would, I, I would never, as Will Smith in that movie, I'm sorry, I'm not going to, first of all, why would I... Get deliver a, a two-way walkie-talkie to her office to talk to her. Creep alert. Yeah. Second of all, I'm gonna take her on a jet ski for the first date. Date? That's trying a little bit too hard. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. it's different in the US. We need to bring like a freaking string quartet or something. What do you reckon would be the worst idea for a date? See, there's not a lot. I get the worst. What do you mean? As well, in terms yeah, of... like you're trying too hard and pretty sure it's gonna end abysmally for you. A proposal. <laughs> that's, oh, that's not bad. It's a bit of enthusiasm. I see, I like it. <laughs> well, we live in, in Perth, right? So, Crown Casino, Nobu. No, no, never Crown Casino. No, you don't want to go to Nobu because if she's finished eating and she doesn't like you, she'll leave and you've got to pay 160 bucks for one day. Yes. Which you could have spent on about three uh, days. Are we speaking from experience? I know, I know. Yes, god damn it. His name was Stacy. really angry. <laughs> no, no, it's just something uh, I've heard from my friends. What do you think oh, yeah. about like renting horses and then riding along the bridge? I, I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't know about <laughs> that. Renting horses. Yeah, you're, I feel you're like you're a Larry with his hair blowing in the yeah, wind. Yeah, hair blowing in the wind <laughs> as it does. No, I don't know. Um, how did you meet your girlfriend? From uh, a mate. Uh, she went to the same school as him. We had an end of exam party. I met him at uni. Brilliant, uh, brilliant, brilliant. And yeah, she was there. Well, there you go. Listeners and viewers at home, you don't have to swipe left and right to meet yeah, someone. Not on the internet. Amazing, right? <laughs> Earth-shattering statement, but I, it's, it's necessary to say that. You might age. actually meet somebody who's find good. And have the same interests. I know. Yeah, oh. It's amazing. But you said the missus isn't into chilling. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. She doesn't chill. Don't worry. <laughs> we're over, mate. She doesn't over. eat chilli. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, really... Uh, yeah. That's a one Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, from, from one game to another, what sports do you guys like? Uh, well, I love my footy as much as the next person. Um, I'm a hockey player. Um, mm -hmm. I played footy when I was younger, but just seemed really prone to injuries in footy. So, yeah, uh, not, wrong. To, yeah. not wrong. <laughs> so I thought it would be safer to stick with the hockey, and that's what I'm probably better at, so I stuck with that. Yeah, um, I used to play lacrosse a fair bit. I was doing it for five years. Yeah. And then, yeah, sort of dropped that and picked up other hobbies and whatnot, unsport related. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't really watch um, too much sport. Larry, what sport did you play? I did uh, golf. Uh, oh, I thought I'd go golfing. Yeah, it's not bad. A little bit of cricket. Too much horn. Boxing for a while. During when oh, I was watch out, younger. guys. He's going to beat us up. But yeah, I mean, after a while, you just got to change and adapt, I think. And I think I've yeah. stuck to pretty much just tennis and golf when I do get the time to play some sports. Larry's an old soul in every stretch of the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing golf and tennis already. I was like, skipped a few sports. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say before he even said anything, I was like, yeah, you can play tennis. <laughs> 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 you want to watch shorts, mate? 
Funny golf though. Golf's quite social. I like it. Yeah, I know. Golf gets a bad rap. Yeah, because it's boring to watch. Exactly. You can play. It's still fun. I mean, if you've got the patience, that is. You gotta get yourself a golf cart. You gotta get yourself a bottle of whiskey, and you gotta go out there with a couple of your lads. And every time you you fuck up and you miss it, they gotta take a shot. And that's how you play golf. And also, also, (laughs) the tenth hole, just like whoa. (laughs) The the main man Trump plays golf. Uh, He does, uh, doesn't he? If they've probably done wonders for the golfing. Uh, right. People mean, have probably picked it up, uh, or not playing at all. I don't know. I don't know what that's true, but <laughs> I think, going to. I think I, he looks so attractive in his golfing gear, and I just gotta say, you know, it doesn't look like he's a fat fuck who basically <laughs> does no other exercise. Melina oh, digs it. Melina <laughs> digs it. You know, Trump Melania does those, dig the bad nice pants. pants. Yes, you I mean, know, I found it really personally conflicting to see him in a yellow shirt, uh, an orange shirt. He sort of blended in. We came one being. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quite yeah. a sick tan going. <laughs> but that, that's funny. I mean, okay, from Donald Trump to Tiger Woods, now far out. I mean, if you, if you, you ever want to say. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no. no I mean, no, golf. I mean, golf is in, the in connection. Terms, in terms of making golf, I suppose, more adventurous or sexy or whatever. Tiger Woods sunk a lot of holes at outside of the golf course. Yeah, and, you know, that's a good one. Did, did a lot of things that you know made golf a very uh, you know, bad boy sport in a sense, and it's still boring. But I mean, massive. He did add a bit of spice to it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, like a bit of boring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Like, but he won something recently. Go Tiger. I'm a fan. Yeah, you're a fan again, are you? I'm a fan. Yeah. As long as they win something, you'll be a fan. That's again. how it goes. Though. Yeah, that is how it goes. It's for the winning team, huh? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, guys, what's something else political? Have what did we think of the election? Here we go. This is a very controversial one. Is it? No. <laughs> what did we think of it? Well, considering you're Mason. Enjoy your politics. You might kill me for saying that I don't vote. Oh my! <laughs> I can respect that. I, I can respect that. Basically, like I'm glad you're across the table from me. <laughs> no, are you, but are I, you registered? No, no, I'm registered. Oh. I don't pay that fine. fine. No, you don't. You only get fined if you are registered. That's vote. true. Oh, very true. Mm-hmm. About that. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know because you don't know it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, just uh, you know, I don't feel like I'm educated enough to make. Like, I am educated, I'm just not educated enough in terms of like politics, politics to make, of course. make a decision that's going to affect that, everyone. That, I think that's uh, that's very much the case with a lot of people, but I think, you know, you, you can always get involved in politics, you can always just listen to political discourse, and I think uh, we're living in a moment in history where the political discourse is getting a little bit narrow. People tend to not want to talk about politics because they feel it's a sensitive subject, but it's really not. At the, end of the, day. the reason for it, if you look at it globally, if you want to break it down, yeah. The left and right are far more polarised. Oh, yes. There's advent of nationalist, you know, I suppose, collective thinking around the world. Mm. Uh, and it's just contentious because we've got this divisive language between groups and infighting. And it's, you know, everything's bigoted, sexist, racist, homophobic, which is exactly why people don't want to join Talk the about conversation. It, of course. Because politics, if I want to give it a synopsis, mm. is really the mechanism or the practice of trying to solve the world's problems. Mm. Now, no one can solve the world's problems, the world's but they try problems. and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Very, so. true. very true. Yeah. I feel like recently uh, we've steered away from true problems in society. It's very true. Um, yep. And we've kind of gone a bit more into what people find offensive, yeah. uh, which I feel like, it, it, get me wrong, it's, it's, it's definitely a problem, but um, we should be focusing on more pressing issues, I feel. Not everything is about being politically correct. Yeah. Sometimes you need to, Sometimes you need to, to that focus. barrier. No, I agree. When you've got Piers Morgan going, how dare you? And then, you know, saying, yeah, I, I'm offended, I'm offended. I'm going to I'm gonna berate you on my show to make me look good. Mm. Like, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I, because it's just a, it's kind of a dirty media tactic, Mason. You know that. And I think the folks at home pretty much know that as well. But I don't yeah, mind Pierce, but I just... I don't like Pierce, and I think don't maybe like that's it. another thing that me and you differ Probably. on, is that I kind of am glad that he occasionally gets punched in the face by Look, Jeremy Clark. I, I, I will say this, <laughs> from, from afar, it's important to pay attention a little bit to what's happening politically in the world, yes. just for, I suppose, your own scheme of things of in your own world and how that's affecting things. Yeah. But it is a very stressful topic to engage in because some people like you said if they're not politically correct about mm-hmm. the way in which they're conveying it 
they get offended. And if yeah. they get offended, then it's kind of like, well, are we talking the truth here or are we trying to protect each other's feelings? Exactly. It's not about feelings. This yes. is about trying to get to the black and white of what reality is. Mm. And we all experience reality differently. Yeah. And I don't care if you're offended because kicking, moaning, crying and complaining is not going to solve anything. We grew up from year two. Mm. Deal with us. Most of us. Most of us did. All right, guys. So politics aside, we've got to talk a little bit more about... What do we want to talk about, Mason? You got oh, we, anything we've got, you want to talk about? We've got like 15 or 20 minutes. We can yeah, talk we can about do it. whatever the heck we want, to, we want to talk about. Uh, what do we want to talk about? What do we want to talk about? Celebrities? What do we talk gossip? What are we going to talk about? Near-death experiences. Near-death Have death you ever experiences. had any? Have your chilies caused any near-death experiences? Oh, That's not our ones. Not yours. Not our ones. I've heard some stories. not yet. That sounds bad, doesn't They're deadly, folks. Not yet. Give it a try. It's not up to me. If someone's stupid with them, then it's like Russian roulette. It's fun. Natural selection, it's fine. But, I'm good, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. I'm quite a clumsy person. We're going to edit that. No, we're not. Yes. We're talking about tricks, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you're quite a clumsy person. Is there any injuries that weren't, I suppose, life-threatening but still severe? Uh, I um, was on my bike going to school one time. Got my uh, sports bag caught in the back wheel. Bike went smack. <laughs> yeah. I went straight over the handlebars onto the, the road and I was going down quite a steep hill. Lucky I was wearing a helmet. Nah. So wear your helmet, kids. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wore my helmet and it split straight down the middle <laughs> and I smacked out my front tooth. Wow, is it plate right now or what is it? I smacked out just my front tooth. It's, uh-huh. I think I cracked it, so technically it's a half right real tooth. Yeah. The crown. But it's technically dead. Mm, okay. um, well, no, it's not quite a crown yet. I'm going to get a crown. Um, okay. Right now it's just... Um, what are you going to get? Are you going to get a platinum one? Like just nah, your I was thinking about getting a gold one. Uh. Nah. <laughs> um, just a white one will do. There you go. <laughs> Believe it or not, listeners and viewers at home, I have a fake front tooth too. Yeah. And it's, it's fake right there, so it's a, it's a part there. But yeah, that's something we've got in, in common. Did you yeah. smash it out, the original one? or? Uh, well, I, I didn't have a front, like one of my front tooth for quite a long time. Uh, oh, I smacked okay. it out when I was young. Didn't grow back till I was about 12. Yeah. And then when it did grow back, I smacked it out playing dodgeball, cracked it in half. The, the exposure of the air to the root of that tooth is a little bit unnerving. It's gone for a lot of trauma. Yeah. It's a bit <laughs> annoying, yeah. yeah. So that's a, I remember being gassed up on Dr. Uh, yeah. and you know, you're, you're, you're inside, you're dying, but you're laughing. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. It. We're, we're giving him a root canal. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there a few times, so I just kind of switched off to it now and sit down. Mm. Go and do your thing. Yeah, yeah, you get, you get used to it. No one really likes the dentist, do no. they? Probably yeah. years ago, so. Yeah. Cool. I like that our podcast turned into a slight promotion for dentists. <laughs> there we go. Folks, <laughs> no. check up and see your dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Larry, any life experience, near death experiences, or injuries, or anything that you want to tell the viewers at home? Come on, the ladies are listening. Oh, the ladies, the ladies are listening, yeah. They want to know about the scars. Oh, shit. There was one time, one time when I got a bit. Tipsy one night with a group of friends, and um, we decided, fuck it, let's just go cliff jumping at, at Cottesloe, right? Okay, it's oh, night time, and I'm going to use the side. You're under the influence of one particular something, or maybe like six bottles of wine. Yeah, you're, you're thinking it's a pretty good idea. Any debt? Right. Go on. I brought my finger too. Oh really? Yeah. No. Oh. Johnny Depp. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, great. I don't get the reference. Nah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the story goes that we got drunk, that we decided to jump off a cliff at Cotter's Lowe. So oh, one, one guy, he jumps off, does a flip, lands perfectly safe. He's like, oh, the water's great. Yeah. It's fine. I'm like, the first guy never cops it, right? Yeah. The first guy yeah, never yeah, cops yeah, it. Yeah, right, yeah. so I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll go second. And I go, jump in and... I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Nothing's injured. Nothing's I you hurt. Say you got or something. Uh, <laughs> but I look at the first guy, and apparently the very next day he cracked his ribs, but he didn't realize that he had broken one, two, three ribs. Mm. Basically, he's disjointed all of his ribs, and so now he can't breathe one hundred percent properly. Like, uh, what about you though, Larry? I'm perfectly oh, this fine. Story, this story was I'm perfect, this story by the way, folks. I'm fine. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, if 
confused. That was the story about Was that my near death experience? No, but it was somebody else's. Oh, I get it. Larry lives vicariously through other I people's do. music. I do. <laughs> mine, uh, mine was in Bali. Oh, boy. 2016. Yeah, you can already predict it, right? Binge drinking. Morning after. Still, I guess, sobering up. On a moped with the helmet on. Tried to pass a car. The gap narrowed completely. I was just over some sand. I used the incorrect brakes. My mate was on the back. Don't worry, he was fine. He just scraped his arm. I had a significant amount of uh, skin taken off my left leg. I've still got a scar to this day. And I was very close to a sign. So, I mean, maybe I'm being melodramatic in that I could have been killed. But, hey, it was traumatic at the time. And if the adrenaline's pumping, you really just don't think anything other than let's get some dirty freaking, you know, village water over the wound to try and sanitise it and, you know, negotiate a cab driver towards the nearest hospital when you don't have the money in your pocket to pay them. So he sat in the doctor's room whilst we were getting all treated and <laughs> waiting that. For his waiting for his payment, which he was very polite about it. We, we got treated, we got our antibiotics. Uh, I was on crutches, I limp out, go to the ATM. It's literally still there. Here's your money. Jeez. Have a nice night. So that was my... Little mishap in Bali mm, three wow. years ago. Wow. <laughs> Mine's not that bad. <laughs> no, we were in, um, I don't know, like year 10 or year 11, and it was doing woodworking. And I don't know if you guys know what a lathe is, but it pretty much just takes oh, a bit of wood and just spins it, and you just take tools yeah. to, like, you know, get it circular. Anyway, there I was doing mine, all happy days. Take it off. My mate's like, I don't really want to use that. A bit nervous. I was like, it's all right, I'll help you out. Start going, and then he comes up behind me and he goes, "Bah!" And I was like, "Nah!" <laughs> <laughs> and then the thing, the little like tool flung around and went straight through my hand, and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what had happened, and I just looked down. I was like, "That's not good." And I go to my teacher. I was like, "Um, a thing happened. Um, what do I do?" And he just thing like, happened. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. That that's a thing on my hand. <laughs> it all happened in like five seconds, and I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, yeah. I go to him, and I was like, "What do I do about this?" And he's like. I have no idea. <laughs> and I was like, no I was like, I might go to the office. And he's like, yeah, right. Just don't pull it out. And I was like, already pulling it out. And I was like, oh. And then just started gushing. And he's like, yeah, you need to go get a tent in the show. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, okay. So I was like, uh, man. <laughs> you help me out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, it could have gone anywhere. So lucky it went in my hand. Well, not going back to what Larry was saying, uh, someone else's near-death experience, which I was subject to, he was choking... So everyone was around the table. It was kind of, you know, at a friend's place uh, at, in East Perth. I was going out with some girl at the time. It was her, her friend. Right. So her friend, they were all going around the table. Oh, how much can we put the patter pole down our mouth to make it look like we're, uh, you know, consuming... You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Spots, you know, Having a yeah. good time. A thing between your legs. Yes. But yeah, so they're putting, they're putting the, the paddle pot. Do you mean a penis? Much, yeah, yes, a, Larry. Yes, yes. Thank you. Right. For dirty it up. <laughs> the, uh, the male rib is Oh, yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> so they're all doing that, and the guy goes and does it, and the bit like obviously falls into his mouth. And it's got into his airway. I hate these situations because everyone freezes up. Going back to that moment with your hands like that, you're in a little bit of a shock, right? It's funny. So people are kind of looking at this. Everyone's kind of like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? I don't know this group of people. It's funny. But I'm just like, oh, well, I've seen enough movies to perform the Heimlich maneuver. I eventually did it to him and he spat it out. And then all, all of his friends are like, ha ha, you almost died. I'm like, oh, what? That's not funny. It's not funny. I like your choice of words because he was choking on a paddle pop and he nearly froze up because... Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, yeah, hysterical. He nearly died. <laughs> it's funny. I'm fairly out of it a lot of the time. I don't. I'm not quite aware of my surroundings. Yeah, at yeah. The time. Mm. And we've been we've been out like crossing roads and stuff like that in busy like you know, open street that mm. kind of thing. And one of my mates would be like, "Oh, you know, we're good to go." So I'll be on the phone. I'm like, "Yeah, all good. I remember this." <laughs> I went to step out into the road as a car was coming because I had no idea. And um, I think it was you. I was like, "Smack!" It stopped me with his arm, and the car just went shoot straight past my face. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, we've all had those." <laughs> yeah, we've all had. We've all had those. <laughs> yeah, the, phone, the phone is, is very problematic, and I hate yeah, it that way. But it's very troublesome. I, I relied on what you said. I was like, are we going to go? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why I go with him everywhere, because otherwise he will walk like, straight to a car. I'm coming track with him. I'm like James, he's on his phone, he just doesn't hear anything. I'm like, James, James. James! Good job, man. Having to come with that. <laughs> <It's> scary. <laughs> it's scary for me, because when 
<laughs> so you guys have been friends for what since you were in year seven? If you take it back from year seven, that's nine years. Maybe yeah, yeah. Nine. Ten years time. Ten years next February. So in a way, you guys are already from a psychological standpoint, point of view, your best friends. Because I've heard this from a recent psychoanalysis. Best friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Brothers. Best friends. Sisters for life. People who spend seven years of their life in general proximity to each other and see each other every week would classify themselves as best friends. Yeah, so uh, at, this base, yeah. at this point, basically, you can leave each other alone for like decades and then you can come back to each other and that connection I, on an emotional and psychological level would still be there. Yeah, there's times where we don't see each other for a while. Mm. And you know, that could be one of us away or something mm. like that. But yeah, we'd always come back to it pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? Because obviously you guys have known each other for ages, right? But is there anything you can pinpoint and say, Prick back then, but now he's alright. <laughs> Better fight him like you're not. <laughs> I won't. Oh. <laughs> no one won. Nah, no it's just about by a teacher, so it wouldn't be fun to get anywhere. That was pretty funny. Yeah. He just threw a banana at me. I fucking snapped. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rotten Maggie banana. At least it's not a milkshake, right? We've got a yeah, it's, it's not a milkshake, well. though. That's, by the way, guys, everyone listening at home, if you throw a milkshake at a person in a, in a form of political protest, that's not just assault, that's battery. Yeah, yeah, it is true. By legal definition. We'll say the milkshakes are just. We had a little bit, of, little bit of a tiff, and then I think one of our mates tried to break it up, and either James or I, who knows, elbowed him in the nose. <sighs> Gushing, <laughs> and then the teacher comes down the corner. Like, How old were you? I was like seven? Uh, year seven? Uh, this would be a nine. Yeah. We're in your night, would have been like 14, 15. Uh, boys will be boys then, right? Yeah. yeah well, it's a bit of that. <laughs> Rock housing boys, I'll tell you. That's how the attention was. Yeah. <laughs> you can show up to it. I might not have. <laughs> yeah. I was there for an hour. Three hours on a Saturday, and you sit there by myself. Yeah, did you really want to the same room as you? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Absolutely. So we've got like a final 10 minutes. Anything you want to shamelessly plug, obviously we're going to include your Instagram in the description below for you guys. And that will also be available on Anchor and the various platforms in the description section, guys. So if you want to check that out, feel free to do so. Is there any uh, shout-outs you want to do? Anything that you want to uh, promote further about the business? Yes, Larry, you're still on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one thing we were talking about earlier. We have a Facebook page, but only to reserve the name so far. Mm. Yeah. So we're hoping in the next, what we're saying, about a month. Yeah. We're going to hope that that's going to be up and active and running, okay. um, like officially on the page, I should. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far Instagram's up, email's on the Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. If anyone has any questions out there, And all the information you really need, we can source through the Instagram. Yeah. Okay, so, brilliant, brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so but yeah, if anyone out there wants to try to follow, you know the email's on there as well. If you don't want to you know, use Instagram, we'll give you guys that as well. Of yeah. course. So yeah, that's kind of any cool. questions that anyone needs to ask, we're... I'm available 24-7. What's, what's, if a person wants to get involved in, I suppose, I don't even know if this is a thing, but I'm pretty sure it is, chilli culture, mm -hmm. what's the first thing for to adapt their taste palette with? Am I starting out with a very mild chilli and then I'm working my way up, or am I just shocking my system and then going down? I'd say shock your system and yeah. get your milk handy. Like yeah. People have different approaches to it. Like Some people start off really hot, burn it all, and then you know, they adjust to it. And then there's some people that do start really mild and work their way up. Um, it, is, it is definitely, you can build a tolerance to you it. You can build a tolerance to it, yeah. yeah I think jumping sh like straight in the deep end and burning yourself might yeah. be, but um, <laughs> it is, nuts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, it will It will require a bit of you know, tolerance and you know, you will get there if you keep eating them. But um, yeah, I think mainly just going out and you know, trying the spicy option on the menu, mm -hmm. that, that'll even start getting you, getting you into it. And, yeah, because okay. generally the spicy options aren't too hot, they're quite mild yeah. still. What's, I suppose, if you take the hottest chilli and wasabi? Now, I can't handle wasabi for I some reason. Wasabi. You don't like the, um, the flavour? Wasabi. In terms of heat, in terms of the... Sp I suppose, yeah, you get the, the sensation the you're feeling with wasabi in terms of... I don't know, I can't handle it. Wasabi is with it. different because it comes, it's very, like, fragrant. So okay. you're getting all of that out of your nose, which is, like, a second level of... Ah, uh, well, that's, that's yeah. it, then. Okay. Yeah, it's like the same, like so many people out there won't eat coriander because of that like very fragrant sort of scent you get coming out of like, you know, your nose, your mouth, it's all very, very much there and mm. very in your face. Whereas like chilies, you have the heat and it's isolated to your mouth, that's where it's hot. Like, mm, yeah. And then obviously the next day it's hot somewhere else. But maybe even room. Yeah, so yeah, you definitely climb the ladder a little slowly, but I think if people are trying to sort of test themselves and haven't really 
gotten into chili much. Just things like bird's eyes, because they are they have a bit of a kick to them for sure. But mm. you know, it's nothing that's going to hurt you. It's nothing that's going to like you know affect you too much in the morning. So, no. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's maybe start out at Nando's. Yeah. Go to Zambrero's, load it with jalapenos, yeah. and just move your way up the fast food menu from there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Until you're brave enough to. Yeah. Well, actually, I found I don't know if you found this. Just to like sort of grab a chili off the plant and just take a bite out of it. It's actually quite intimidating because you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah. this is going to hurt. It's the only flavour that's going to be in my mouth. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to sort of hide behind here. But yeah, it's, when it's cut up, it looks like a capsicum. I've made the mistake when I was yeah. younger to just try it. I was like, oh, yeah, this looks like good. I'm like, oh, it's burning. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hottest part of the chili is essentially the seeds Seed. and the stem in the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The outside's not too hot. So my sister pranked me one time when I was young. She was like, oh, look, it's not hot. Like, watch me. And she bit it and she only ate, like, the, tip. the, the, the skin. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, look, it's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. You know, we can eat it. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big bite of it, and I, I got all the seeds. Yeah, I was like salivating for like an hour. So, so it's great. Yeah, yeah. So that was probably my first introduction to it. Yeah, I still like chilies. Yeah, but yeah, you get like the heat from the seeds, and like you'll find, like most chilies will taste like quite different from each other when you learn to handle the heat. So like, yeah, that's what James talked about. That outer layer, that's where your flavour is, and then your seeds are like, you know, that's the heat. So majority of the heat. Yeah. Yeah. So it does come from like that sort of thing, which is really cool to sort of understand once you start trying all the different ones. Like we try, but you know you can only handle so much. <laughs> no worries. Larry, bring it home for us. Where can our viewers and listeners donate to the channel to upscale this? Of course, they can always drop a PayPal link. We do have it at the bottom. Uh, we appreciate the PayPal links because we're trying to bump up our audio equipment. If you'd really just almost like got mics, we almost have mics, man. We're basically a hundred dollars. Almost got away. shirts too. We almost got <laughs> shirts, man. Yeah. Ooh. So yes, we'll probably be merchandising potentially in the future with the Power Passion podcast. Wouldn't mind that, yeah. But hey, folks, if you don't want to make any donation, just leave a like. Remember to share the video and of comment. Course, comment, of course. We always want to hear our commentary from there. Share, yeah, obviously, and mm-hmm. also. Hey, if you disliked something, you want to make a little bit of a troll, bring it on. We want to hear it. We want to, hear we it. Want to see oh. it. Direct, direct it at us, obviously. Give us Myself that space. Give yeah, us yeah, that yeah, space. Yeah. Save, our, yeah. save our guests, obviously. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. No worries. Cool. All right.